Blog Talk Radio. And welcome back to another episode of NC MMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com, on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. They have all kinds of new gear coming out and some sick logos, so check them out. In this episode, we got a really cool interview. It's with CFFC 68 fighter Claudio Ledesma, also an instructor at Nick Catone's MMA. And he's a great fighter, man. He's won two in a row, and I appreciate his time. I know he's tired as hell. Claudio, it's Tyson. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Just another day in the office, driving home. Yeah, man, I appreciate your time. I know you put a double session in tonight, and I guess we'll start with that. It's you know, How's your camp going, man? You're, you're, you know, a week away. Yeah, we're wrapping it up. It went well. It went really well. It was almost like too long because we were in limbo, whether we were going to fight in August, and then that fell through. So then it was too close to kind of bag it, you know, because our goal goes right around the corner. So it's just been, I've been staying busy, I've been staying in shape, and then turned it up a little bit more in September. September. So it's been, uh, I'm just kind of itching, just want to get it over with, you know. Yeah, and as mentioned earlier, man, you've won two fights in a row. What have you learned from those fights, man? Because as watching you, dude, you've definitely impressed, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Um. You know, I'm mad because it's two in a row, but I really think that, you know, it could easily be, you know, either three or four. Um, the, the the last two before that, I just, I feel like I left them too close. They're very winnable fights, and I just left them too close. Um, so I've just been going out and trying to not to, to avoid that, you know, because I could easily be on a four-fight win streak. Right now I'm on a two, and, um, and it's nobody's fault but my own. So I'm just trying to avoid that from now on and just kind of, it all out there and just, or not even you know just not play so safe you know have you changed any of your training styles in, in your, since your last two fights or during your last two fights um honestly i just think it's more of a mentality um one thing you know everybody and a lot of my training partners get mad at me about is that i got cardio for days but then a lot in a lot of my fights i don't push the pace enough um, and it's almost like a fear of getting tired. So I've been the last couple, I've been pushing it a lot harder and kind of um, using my cardio to my advantage. Um, but a lot of it's just mentality, just going in there and just being the you know the predator instead of the prey, you know. Yeah, man. Like I said, it, it's a lot of fun to watch you fight. And you know, at Nick Catones, we watch you spar on Saturdays, man. You guys go after it. How important is it to have good training partners? It's awesome, man. You know, you, you find a core group of guys that you gel with. And you guys just push each other. You know, you guys have, you know, you have a common interest. You have a, com- you have a, you develop like a brotherhood, and you're just there for each other, and you push. You know, um, that's great to have. You know, knowing that you kind of get the chills on your way into practice, knowing that you're going to get beat up, but at the same time, you know, you're getting, you're going to get better. You know. Now, do you watch a lot of film on, on your on your past fights to see like areas you work on or things you want to like just maybe even enhance? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm like my biggest critic. You know, I um, I, I just, I look at, it's funny because no matter how good the fight is, I somehow find everything wrong with it. And then that's the stuff that we try to build on and we try to work on um, in between fights, especially since the last, you know, year or so I haven't been fighting as much as I want to fight. So I've had time in between camps to, I haven't really ever relaxed. It's just been taking it easy and just getting better, not full, you know, when you're in fight camp, you're pushing the pace, trying to get in shape, you're trying to, you know, um, um, trying to study a certain opponent. When uh, when I'm not in a fight camp, I just try to get better, try things that I wouldn't normally try, and uh, fix errors, you know. You like to watch whether it's just you know UFC, Bellator, or the Glory, or the guys you like to watch. So you can try to pick up some of their tricks. You know, it's funny. I'm a big fan of uh, MMA. I mean, anything that's on, I watch. I mean, I'm like glued to any type of MMA. But there's a lot of styles that, as much as I admire them, I don't even try to mimic because it's just not. I know I'm not gonna get it, or I'm not gonna be able to do it because it's just not my. You know, it's not meant for me. And there's other styles that I'm just like. I need to do that. I need to be that guy. You know what I mean? Um, it just depends on who the fighter is and, and if I feel that the, the their style fits me, you know? Yeah, that definitely makes sense, man. And, you know, the one thing it's remarkable now is you see it, even at the pro sparring on Saturdays or wherever it is, is the evolution of this sport, man. The, the strikers are so creative, and you've got to be so well-rounded. How difficult is it for you to keep, like, just managing your schedule and getting in all your training? It's... It's, it's hectic, man. I mean, every single day, it's um, leave the house around 4 o'clock. i got to get a session in before work. And I have a pretty uh, demanding job. I work a minimum of 10 hours a day. So I'm in the office by, like, you know, 6.30. And I'm not out until, on a good day, 4.30. Um, on some days, a little later. But So I pack my car in the morning with three sessions worth of training stuff. And it's like I get one in the morning, then my work is like my active recovery. Then as soon as I get out of work, I get one session in, get a little break, eat something, get a second session in. And then on a good night, I'm home by 10, 10, 15. On some nights, like when I go down to Knicks, I'm not home till about 11, 1130. But um, it, it's a grind, you know, but it, it's, it's worth every bit of it. And how important is it to have like a, a strong support staff? Like you see, you're putting those hours in, you got to try to eat, you got to try to find all these things, and you got to try to find time for family. How important is that for you? I, I, there's absolutely no way I'd be able to do it without, you know, my wife and my kids now that they're getting older, as understanding as they are. I mean, it, without them, they could either make you or break you. You know, I have so much support from them. Um, the time we do spend is super quality time. They never make me feel, you know, bad about being gone. They're, they're, they're just, you know, I love you, FaceTime, you know, and then Friday night, Saturdays, whatever, whatever days I'm home early, we just spend quality time together. So as much as I miss them, um, I know that they understand and they're super supportive. And, and my wife's awesome. I mean, from getting home and my laundry being sorted for the next day to, you know, meals being, it's just, it's, without her, I wouldn't be able to do it. There's no way. I couldn't keep up. Yeah, and I guess, I guess and the missing piece of this is just, you know, proper nutrition, hydration, things like that. How important is that with your training, especially your kind of schedule where you have such long days? Oh, man, that that's the hardest thing. I mean, sometimes my biggest problem isn't eating too much. It's sometimes not eating enough. You know, sometimes I'll go into a meeting. It'll start at 10. It's supposed to end at 11. Next thing I know, it's 1 o'clock, and I'm not out of that meeting, so I just missed a meal. Um, you know, so, so that's, that's the challenge sometimes. 
and then, you know, sometimes my job brings me to places where I just can't find something good to eat, and now all of a sudden I'm, you know, driving the, the training without without food in my stomach. So that that's the hardest thing, um, but you, you make it work. I've, I've been making it work for years and kind of used to it already. You kind of try to plan ahead. It's all about planning, you know. Yeah, I hear that. And now going, focusing on your fight a little bit, CFFC 68, Brigada, Atlantic City. How cool is it, man, fighting in the CFFC? You got Burt Watson back there yelling with his towel, the crowd. You got Paul Felder and all these different announcers there. What kind of experience has that been for you, fighting for them? It's awesome, man. So many fights in with them. It's almost like home, you know what I mean? It just feels like home fighting with them. It's awesome. They're, they're super supportive. They make everything so easy, you know, um, and that's like a, a kind of like a professionalism. You can't really put a price tag on, you know. You're back there. You feel everything's taken care of for you. You just feel, you know, like a like a pro. I mean, I know we're pros, but you just feel just feel like a pro. So obviously, it brings the best out of you when you feel that way. You know, when you're treated that way. Yeah, it's a, it's always a de- definitely a great atmosphere there. The crowd goes crazy, everything like that. And I guess. One of my last questions for you is, like I mentioned earlier in the show, that you know, you're actually an instructor at Nicotones, and one that everybody loves, man. Everybody raves about your classes. So many kids are trying to get involved in this sport now, MMA. They want to be the next whoever it is, Frankie Edgar or you know, whoever, Cody Garbrandt, whoever it is. What would be your message to them? I, you know, it's funny because I finish off all my classes with, with you know, this, and the guys always like, they know it's coming, but I always say, and I just tell them, just train. Just try forget, don't look at where you want to be. Don't think about wanting to be the next, you know, Frankie, the next whatever. Just train. You're not going to get any worse by just training, and then it'll just come. You know, when I when I started this sport, I started out of boredom because I was done with college basketball. I moved somewhere where I didn't know anybody, and there was a jiu-jitsu school, jiu-jitsu school there. And I just trained. I just got in there and trained. The next thing I know, I'm like, oh, look, a jiu-jitsu tournament. There's a jiu-jitsu tournament. Then I took a kickboxing class. And the next thing I know is kickboxing, you know. So just train. Don't worry so much on the end goal and just kind of enjoy it. Just train and the rest kind of falls into place, you know. Yeah, that's a great message, man. And, and speaking of Frankie and those guys, you know, the Iron Army there, Nicotones, you guys, your sparring session, what is it like training with those guys? And it seems like everybody's like it's a very close-knit team. Everybody's always willing to help each other out, whether it's just sparring or whatever it is. It's awesome, man. I mean, you know, the, the best thing I get from them is not even the work. It's just watching, you know, just watching what it takes, watching, you know, to be at that level, what it takes to how to train and what they do, and then also just watching little things I pick up and just just just, just watching. You kind of just learn by osmosis sometimes over there. Um, I mean, obviously you learn from the hard knocks too, but uh, just watching them and watching the work ethic, the way they carry themselves, the way they treat every training session like, you know, like it's work, um, it's awesome. And then you can't help but kind of fall into the same pattern because you don't want to be the lazy one in the crew, you know? Yeah, man, those, like I said, your sessions there, man, those are wild. It's like it's like a pay-per-view every weekend. It, it's pretty crazy. Claudio, first of all, thank you for your time, man. I know you finished the session up, and the last thing you want to do is talk to me. Do you have a message for your friends, family, and fans that, you know, as you prepare for this fight? Just thank you. Just, you know, without their support, you know, it's, it doesn't matter without their support, you know. So I appreciate all the support. I appreciate um, everybody that always reaches out to me, sees how I'm doing, and, you know, I always ask me when the next fight is. And uh, I just appreciate everything. 
Well, Claudio, on behalf of Nick and myself, man, best of luck. You're a great fighter, man. We always enjoy watching you fight. Wish you nothing but the best. And after the fight, man, we want that interview. Yep, definitely, man. I'll come right to you. <laughs> cool, man. Claudio, best of luck, man. Thanks All for right. your time, man. We'll talk to you next time. All right, see you later. Thanks. All right, we got Claudio Ledesma, CFFC 68, Brigada Atlantic City, October 21st. Definitely a fun fight to watch. You know, he's won two in a row, so please check him out. We'll, you know, we'll give out all the information on, you know, follow him on Twitter and Instagram and everything else. As always, you can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com. Check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com, and we'll talk to you next time.